Hi, I'm your host, Sophia Ruan Goucher, creator of the Detox Deep Dive Workbooks, author of the critically acclaimed best-selling book, A to Z of Detoxing, the ultimate guide to reducing our toxic exposures, and founder of the Detox Academy, an online library of detox resources available to help you eliminate toxic chemicals, heavy metals, and electromagnetic fields from your home, diet, self-care, and technologies. Welcome to the Practical Non-Toxic Living Podcast. Katie Hess is author of Flower Evolution, host of the Flower Lounge podcast, and founder of Lotus Way. Lotus Way, which has been featured on O, the Oprah Magazine, the New York Times, and LA Times, offers products that help us integrate flower essences into our lives in various ways. These products include flower elixirs, bath salts, oramis, and more. In this podcast, which Katie and I recorded over Instagram Live, Katie talks about how flower essences offer many benefits, such as healing, vitality, and clarity. If you would like to watch our conversation, then just visit my Instagram profile at Ruan Living. I hope you enjoy this podcast as much as I have. Where are you now? I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. Have you been there for a while? Yes, 20 years. <laughs> well, I'm so excited to talk to you. I was surprised when I first heard about you and your book, Flower Evolution, and all that you've done, including your podcast, The Flower Lounge, and Lotus Way, which I want to hear more about. I was just so surprised that I had never thought about how to integrate flowers into my toolbox of healing and remedies and self-care. I love plants. I love herbs, but I never thought about flowers. How did you become passionate about flowers? Yeah, I mean, I think when I graduated college, I was like searching for what to do and how to help people reach their full potential. Like I just kind of stopped and looked around me and said, okay, I see a lot of people, myself included, who would never say like, I maximize my potential and I reach my full, I'm as fearless and as loving and kind and courageous as I'll ever be. Like we all sort of inherently know that there's more and that there's more wisdom and that we're capable of more. And so I really just kind of went on a search looking for what would be something that I could bring and share with people that would help accelerate their personal growth and help them remove self-limiting beliefs and really just be able to expand into the full capacity of who they are. And so I stumbled on a, a master of flower essences from Spain shortly after. And he basically taught me two things. One was that every flower on the planet has a really specific benefit for us. Like every flower, I mean, you like unbelievable stuff, like any kind of thing you could imagine. Maybe it's you want to sleep or it's love or rejection, or I didn't get attention when I was a kid or like literally anything you could imagine, there is a flower for it. And it's super easy and natural and fun. And the other thing he said was that if 3% of the world's population, three, 3%, um, were actively working with these remedies, it would create enough of a ripple effect that it would change the outcome of the future of the planet. And that really spoke to me because I think, you know, maybe your community will also resonate. Like you, when you start thinking about all the problems in the world, you get a bit overwhelmed. Like, how am I going to be able to make an impact? Oh my God, there's so many, right? Um, but then when you think of 3%, it's kind of like, okay, I could devote the rest of my life to reaching 3% if I knew that it was going to create this incredible wave of happiness and awakening and transformation on the planet. 
So that's how I got started. I came back to the United States. I was on fire. And long story short, the first 10 years, I worked with people one-on-one. -on -one, and that was back when my yoga and meditation were not cool yet. <laughs> And then the second 10 years, I just, you know, had to figure out like how to be an entrepreneur and how to make products and how to make things to reach people all over the world. Now we're here. Beautiful. I recently heard that it would only take raising the consciousness of 1% of the world to change the world. And that also seemed like a more manageable goal. You mentioned that you discovered that every flower can help us in a unique way. Does your book, Flower Evolution, sort of profile key mm. flowers and how they can help us? Yeah, so there are uh, almost 50 flowers in the book. It's kind of like choose your own adventure. The first part talks about what are flower essences and how do they work and what's the science behind it and what can happen, what's possible. And then the second part is huge, beautiful photographs of flowers and also like the layout so you can choose what are you visually most attracted to because what you're visually most attracted to is always what you need the most and then you can turn to that page and see not only something interesting about the flower but what does that mirror back to you what does that reflect back to you what's happening deep inside of you what wants to emerge what wants to come out more in a sense or be dissolved so in terms of how flowers help us, how much of it is the physical chemical properties and how much of it is sort of an energetic harmonizing, as I've heard you say? That's a great question. So I see it as like three different types of plant medicine. One is more physical, like you can use the whole body of the plant to work on our body. So for example, teas, tinctures, you know, grinding up the herbs, making a tincture, that's operating on our body and, and using the chemical constituents of the plant to, to alter our physicality. Then you have things like essential oils and aromatherapy, which we also work with. I love aromatherapy, it's um, incredible. That's working more on the nervous system, the olfactory system, and is highly scented. And then you get to the flower essences, which are, they don't have a scent at all. It's just pure energy, pure life force of the, of the plant. It's not something that can be seen. It's very similar to like, you know, I see on your beautiful Instagram page so much um, of the posts that you've been posting recently are about EMF radiation. And these invisible waves that are being emitted from our devices that we can't see, but we believe in them because we know our devices work, right? So the same thing is happening in Mother Nature. There is this like floral botanical Wi-Fi being emitted that we can't see with our eyes, but we think it sounds woo-woo, but it's also happening. And rather than fighting with the body, it's very compatible and healing and nourishing to the body. Um, so then how it actually works is if you can capture this life force energy, um, and bottle it up, which we do. Then when you put it on your body or in your body, it's traveling through your acupuncture meridians. So it's like an acupuncture treatment without the needles, just using the pure life force of Mother Nature. So beautiful. I love the term floral botanical Wi-Fi. <laughs> I heard you talk once about bees being attracted to the flowers. They pollinate through not scent, but 
the electromagnetic fields of the flowers. Would you talk more about that? Yeah, I mean, I think all of us have thought that bees are attracted by scent or color. And actually, it, it couldn't be further than the truth. They've done studies in universities in the UK showing that there's actually an, a very subtle electrical frequency. Obviously, that's what we're collecting when we make flower essences. But it's nice to see it reflected in the science that there is this very subtle electrical current that's being emitted from the flowers which is creating this really dynamic communication between the bees and the flowers. And the bees can pick up on these frequencies on the little hairs on their legs. And so, you know, they're communicating about pollination and, and I know, are you ready? <laughs> and there's this whole interaction occurring in that world that we're just simply not aware of because we're not, I mean, we are, I think if we want to be, we are attuned to that level of subtle frequency, but previously we just haven't thought of it happening. I get the impression that we can benefit from flowers in any way that we can experience them. So through sight, smell, touch, and ingesting parts of them through flower essences and tinctures. That right? You're nodding yes. Yeah, and I mean, there's the, even in Tokyo, they've done studies around the practice of shinrin yoku or the practice of forest bathing, which you know many people are becoming more familiar with here uh, in the states too, where you're just literally bathing in the energy of the forest or of Mother Nature, and they've shown that. If you, this is where I get super geeked out because the healing potential of the earth is exponential and really shows us the demonstration of the abundance that exists in this world. So for example, if you spend one day in the wild, your adrenaline cortisol will plummet. So your stress will go way down. Your white blood cell count will go way up. So your immune system is really strong. Your stress goes down. And we feel that, right? Like as human beings, we're in tune and intuitive enough to feel when we're in the wild, like suddenly some part of us wakes up. It's like it's like childlike, curious wonder and energy and vitality. And suddenly we feel like ourselves again and wonder like, how long did we, how did we survive without feeling that way? But in Tokyo, in the medical schools, they have shown that if you spend one day in the wild, all of those health benefits last in your body for a week. Wow. If you spend two days in the wild, the health benefits last in your body for an entire month. So there's this exponential quality of healing in Mother Nature. I mean, of course, I think everyone should take flower essences because we're not spending enough time in nature. So we need to bring it into our everyday lives. But if you're out there listening and you're one of those people who spends tons of time in your garden or in the forest or in the wild, you're uploading, downloading, taking in information from from the plants and flowers. And that's how our ancestors received so much nourishment from nature as well. I'm going to read you a question from a viewer from, I won't say the viewer's name to protect the viewer's privacy, but the question is, what do you recommend for energetic protection when you are spending a lot of time with people that have been jabbed? I'm not sure what this person means by jabbed. I understand. So earlier this year, we came out with an elixir and the mist called Sacred Body. And the premise behind this is that it is charging up the life force of your body in such a way that it gives you enhanced... How do I explain this? It's like... It's not a physical thing. It's purely energetic. But when you look at, we're not just this body. Like the most important part of us is what animates. It's like the life force of us, our consciousness that is animating the body. And you can see that when we die, like there's, you can actually measure the weight of of the consciousness and the energy that leaves the body. So 
this is a particular blend of nine flower essences that is working on that level of energy and life force to give you incredible energy, vitality, protection, and a rapid detox. So kicking out anything that is foreign, it could be EMFs, it could be what they call in the homeopathic world, they call it a miasm. So it's almost like a, let's say you've been exposed to chemicals or heavy metals or radiation. There's something that happens to your life force or your electromagnetic field that creates a sort of stain or cloud or propensity to have physical imbalances later. Because everything starts out out here. Like everything starts out in the aura, right? I mean, even if you think of it in terms of if I have some sort of emotional something, if I don't deal with it out in the emotional and mental field, it will end up in my physical body as like a last red flag of imbalance. So to answer the question, there's an elixir called sacred body that you can put in your coffee, water, tea, or directly in the mouth. There's a mist and it has night blooming jasmine. So it just smells incredible. And I recommend that people use those for six months straight, like or if you're feeling pretty good, whenever you go out in public and you're around a lot of people. And this is a direct response to that question, but it's also could be for pollution or additives in food or you know, any sort of thing that you would want to really rapidly detox from your body. I hope that answers. It does. Please repeat the name of this. Sacred body. Sacred body. So mist form and also as a tincture. Okay, great. And where could where can we find it? Is that on lotusway.com? Beautiful. And so a follow-up question is what are flowers? In this formula, you, you maybe yeah. don't want to list all of them, but that was a question yeah. of viewer. So there's a flower called self-heal, which um, enhances your capacity to self-heal. There are two different forms of agave, which is such a cool desert plant. I mean, living here in the desert, it grows and grows and grows for like decades. And then finally, it puts all its energy into blooming and then it dies. So it's just this incredibly powerful flower uh, at like helping you discharge whatever is not helpful. There is a flower called crown flower that's really helpful for dissolving and purifying fears and polarity and a sense of extreme, like when we feel like things are black or white or good or bad or, you know, when we find ourselves going to these polarities. But yeah, you can, if you go to lovesway.com, you'll see all the flowers listed out and their benefits. So it's, um, it's such a beautiful formula. And we typically stick to really just talking about the emotional, mental benefits, but this is one of those formulas that you really can feel the difference on a physical level, which is surprising. We've had a lot of people talk about their ears are plugged or they're constipated or they have headaches or they go out and they just get these like weird sharp pains or palpitations or strange, um, strange sensations. Uh, and this has been a formula that can benefit from an energetic perspective. So I'm wondering how these formulas help, like specifically, how do they help? I, I understand they can help in an energetic way, but do they also, they probably like jumpstart parts of our bodies, maybe the immune system or certain 
meridians to like get the body more activated to address something. Would you explain that more? Yeah, I mean, our, our, our human bodies are like the ultimate self-healing vehicles. I, you could think of it in terms of like traditional Chinese medicine. Like, how does that work, right? I mean, we've been, acupuncturists have been around for anywhere from three to 5,000 years with incredible track record and research and results. And so like herbs aside, just looking at acupuncture, how the heck does that work? When you're putting in a needle to a specific point of the body that uh, opens up channels of information or channels of energy or removes stagnancy, right? Then it allows the body to self-regulate and self-heal and do what it needs to do. And different meridian points can impact the spleen or the liver or the lungs or the heart. And all of that is intimately tied into our emotional realm and our mental, you know, our mental capacity, spiritual, energetic, everything is connected. And so even though we talk about flower essences working on an energetic capacity, it's very similar to acupuncture. And we've worked with acupuncturist who, um, you know, it's, it's so interesting because we have one acupuncturist who will bring in a patient, you know, check the tongue, check the pulse, feel what's happening in the organ systems, get a good read. And then even just simply by taking an elixir and like placing it on the body for a couple seconds, then you can go back and do the pulse check and everything has changed. It's like you can skip over the whole first appointment, the whole first initial appointment with flower essences and go to a deeper level of healing just simply by either, you know, missing someone or having them ingested or even just laying it on their body. So, yeah, I mean, it's like we're very limited on what we can say in terms of, you know, flower essences working on a physical level, but it's very similar to acupuncture. When you remove stagnancies, when you introduce full energy flow uh, into the body, it can self-heal and self-regulate at the speed of light very quickly. And for how long do the benefits last? Is it like a few hours? So you want to repeat your exposures mm -hmm. pretty frequently throughout the day? Or can they last a long time, but you want to keep up with some kind of routine to heal more deeply? Yeah, I mean, I think our ancestors probably didn't even need flower essences because they were in nature so often. But the way that we live our lifestyles and the way that we, you know, we're not eating at the right times or we're skipping meals or we're on our cell phones, we're on the computers all the time and, and there's Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and all these things are affecting our electromagnetic fields. We recommend taking flower essences five times a day at least. They will last in your system for several hours. If you're taking them with that level of regularity, you may find, for example, if I am working with a blend called Wild Abundance, if I'm taking this five times every day, when I stop taking it, it will probably remain in my field for about a week. And then what else can I say about that? It's kind of like vitamins or sunshine or exercise or yoga or meditation or specific, specifically meditation. Like when there is something that is beneficial for you, keep doing it. It's not like addictive or that you need it, but I feel like we've gotten to a point where we do just need it. You know, we need, we need meditation. We need flower essences. We need all the things that can help us not only balance from daily life, but also stabilize us enough to be able to do the introspective work, to be able to face childhood or past life patterns or things that are arising within us that are challenging us. 
and help us, you know, stabilize so that we can allow it to move through us versus numbing it, avoiding it, running away from it, resisting it, which is, I think, where initially we we try to go. Are they safe to use for children or babies? Oh, absolutely. So we use honey in our elixirs, which is the internal form. We usually say after one year, just because of the honey. But kids, safe for kids after one year. Kids love flower essences. They have such pure bodies and vehicles that they respond much more quickly than adults oftentimes. And pregnant moms can take flower essences. If you're breastfeeding, the baby will also get the benefits. If you're pregnant, the baby will get the benefits. It's extremely safe extremely gentle. Do you know if they affect hormones at all? Because I know, for example, lavender oil is sometimes advised. It's advised that moms who are pregnant or even baby boys not be around lavender oil because it may disrupt their hormones and cause adverse effects. Is that, are there similar concerns with flower essences? No, because there are no chemical constituents in the remedies. There's there's actually no chemical parts of the plant in the remedy. It's just the pure life force. So it's really just bringing you back into balance, whatever your natural balance is. And there are flowers, for example, like pomegranate that are extremely helpful for balancing hormones, but it's more like bringing you into your natural balance. So like if you have painful periods or cramps or ovarian cysts or, or you know, PMS symptoms that are, or skipping periods, pomegranate is really helpful for bringing your hormones back into their own natural balance so that your periods are regular and pain-free and easy. It enhances fertility. It makes it so that your you know, ovulation peak time is very trackable. So to answer your question, nothing that could affect you negatively, only that can continually just bring you back into what's your natural balance of harmony. The sun is dreaming. <laughs> I'm just going to move a little. Thank you for your patience. So a bottle of flower essence has no chemical properties, but it's like energy, life force. Does that dissipate over time? So like in a bottle I've had for three years, is that less strong than if I use a new bottle? Yeah, so the alcohol is what preserves the aliveness. And then if you use, like we use um, bottles that filter out all visible light except for ultraviolet, which keeps the remedy super alive uh, and active. So no, over time they will not dissipate as long as they're not in direct sunlight or in high heat for a long period of time. Or you would never do this, but like put them in the microwave or, you know, exposed to very high levels of radiation. They'll last virtually forever. Okay. So I focused like in 2015, I wrote this book. Actually, my husband blew up the book cover right there. A to Z of detoxing. And so I focused on toxic chemicals, heavy metals, and electromagnetic magnetic fields from what we buy, own, and do. And I want to ask you, as we go through the list of those three key exposures, how your comments on how flower essences can help us repair or help detox from those exposures. So with toxic chemicals, like some of them, like BPA or phthalates, they stay in our body for five or six hours, and then the body naturally gets rid of them. For others, they can stay in our body for months, years, sometimes forever. So are there flowers that come to mind that can help the body deal 
deal with will help detox chemicals or help repair from the effects. And if it feels right to comment on heavy metals too, please, please do. I mean, the, the simplest way is all flower essences help your body be at its full capacity. There, I mean, it's getting rid of junk, you know, getting rid of electro stagnancies in your field, whether that's emotional or otherwise. There are specific flowers that can remove miasms from heavy metals and chemicals. That's like the energetic effects of having those substances in your physical body, like the energetic projection of having those substances in your body. We use yarrow, yarrow, which is white yarrow flower essence, which is uh, one of the most powerful flowers for revitalizing the body's natural energy after EMFs. And at a certain point, we used to only put that in one blend called Radiant Energy, which is sort of like our, was like our kind of main detox blend. And then we just started putting it in every single product we make because, because we're just all on our devices so much that it seemed necessary. Like it gets got to a point where we're, we're absorbing so many um, effects from the EMS that it was necessary to put it in everything. And then that particular remedy called Sacred Body has more flower essences for really helping the body really swiftly detox. But like when I speak about it, it's happening on all levels. You know, it can be physical, but it's also energetic. But really what it's doing is is helping the body be at its full energetic and vital capacity so it can do what it needs to do without getting stuck. And that could even be emotions. You know, it's like when you look at um, traditional Chinese medicine, when we have lots of fear, it starts to affect our kidneys. When we have grief, it affects our lungs. When we have heartbreak, it affects our heart. Uh, when we're angry, it affects our liver. So it's also liberating stuck emotions and stuck thoughts. And all of those can kind of start to work with the other kind of toxic ingredients that we have in our bodies. Thank you. So how do you use flowers in your daily life? I'm sure it's throughout the day in various ways. Like flower, flower essences themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I put the coffee in my water. I mean, I start off the day. I have a really clear intention with, with always of something that I'm working on interpersonally that goes in my morning water, coffee, tea, everything. Just, they don't taste like anything. Nothing. I mean, ours, we put honey in them, so they taste like nectar. So if you want to put them directly in your mouth, it's yummy. But I have just gotten in the habit where I'm putting them in every beverage and then drinking it throughout the day. Also, because it's hard to get enough water sometimes. And so it's a really nice way to make your hydration really intentional. Because it's like every time you're drinking, you're gifting yourself not only the nourishment and support from flowers and Mother Nature, but also like reminding yourself, yeah, I'm working on that one thing that's bothering me, or I'm working on being more fearless, or I'm working on being more open or vulnerable or whatever it is that you're working on. And then we also have, um, we also have mists and anointing oils where we blend essential oils with the flower essences. And it's also really nice just to, you know, when you have a moment in the day to like, Miss on your deep breath and smell all the yummy smells. We have really interesting aromatherapy blends, very complex, very different, very unique. And you can also trust your nose. Whatever smells good to you is what you need more of. You can anoint yourself with oils or you can, um, you know, rub them all over your body and give yourself a massage. Uh, you can take a bath in the bath salts. Um, so you know, it, it doesn't just have to be like a mental process or an intentional process. It can just be like a total full body sensuous experience. 
Beautiful. So it sounds like someone who wants to get started can start in whichever way feels comfortable. Is it more powerful to drop them in your mouth, like under your tongue, or drinking it in water is just as impactful? All of it, actually. Uh, even just like putting it on externally. The main thing is you want to try to get it in four to five times a day. But over the years, we've seen that it doesn't even matter in the mouth, in the in your drink, on your skin. It really just needs to be in your electromagnetic field to whatever capacity. There is a quiz on our website where you choose the flowers you're most attracted to, and that can give you an idea of where to start. We tend to think of the blends as being in kind of three different layers. The first is stabilization. So those are all the things that like we want right now. I want to be able to sleep. I want to feel calm. I want love. I want to laugh. I want to be able to get things done and have energy and detox. So we recommend usually people start there. You don't even really have to try. Like it'll just, whatever you're attracted to will be what you need most. And, and so you don't even really need to think about it. But just for reference, that those first layer of flower essences are stabilizing you, making you really strong. And then the second layer is more like, okay, now that I'm feeling really strong and good, okay, maybe I can look at my closet and start poking around in, in, in the closet of my psyche, right? What are things that I may want to work on? What are some patterns or what's holding me back? And then from there, it, it just goes into like continued awareness and liberation and freedom of things that are, are holding us back. So you'll, whichever way you do it, you'll find yourself getting exactly what you need. And there's no way to get it wrong. <laughs> so you've become, your work become hugely successful, global. How has it been for you as a social entrepreneur? You don't have a business background, correct? Yet no. you've grown the business exponentially. Do you have any advice for those who are earlier in their entrepreneurial paths? You can figure anything out. You don't need anyone. There's no one smarter than you. I mean, of course you can. How do I file an LLC? How do I do accounting? How do I do it right? Like you can take in information from other people, but you're really the best person to bring forth the whatever vision you have. And there's nothing that you can't figure out. Business is not mysterious. It is all like you figure out one thing. And then as soon as you have that figured out, then you have to figure out the next thing. And it doesn't matter how much money you're bringing in. Like everybody has a ceiling, right? Like like maybe it feels hard at first to charge someone $150 for a consultation. And maybe then you master that and it feels hard to charge $10,000 for a special formula of some sort of products. Maybe, you know, so you, you just keep, it doesn't matter how much success or money you have because there's like the next level of thing that you have to work through. From my perspective, a business can only be as good as the person running it at the top. And as clear as we make ourselves is as clear and beneficial as the business can be. And business will show you everywhere where you're stuck. So like if you have fears or scarcity or you're afraid to sell or you're afraid to be judged or you're afraid of doing something wrong, <laughs> just like whatever those things are, business will show you that, which is a wonderful teacher, right? And then as soon as you move through that, it's just like peeling off layers. Business is an incredible teacher and purifier and strengthener. And it shows us that we aren't our thoughts, we aren't our emotions, we aren't our fears, and we can grow beyond our belief. And there's so many opportunities out there. 
Only other thing I would say is follow your joy. That was one thing that one mistake that I made early on is that I, I think I followed a little bit too much of like what I thought I had to do or what other people were doing or where flower essences were found. And if I would have just done what made me happy from the get-go, we'd probably be 10 times as, as successful because I remember myself going like, oh, I just want to do videos for YouTube and social media. I don't really want to go to these spa events and try to like fit in where I don't fit in and I don't wear high heels and I don't get drunk at the bar and I don't know how to schmooze and I don't know how to like dress properly for these events, right? If I would have just like totally let that go and done what, <laughs> what I thought was fun for me, we probably would be 10 times more successful. So really follow your joy and know that you can do it however you want to do it. I mean, when I finally started letting go of what I thought I should be doing, we took the money that we were investing into trade shows and started investing into doing events all over the world with huge budgets for flowers. I mean, we would go in and buy like thousands of flowers and build mandalas and invite people into the space and have candles and edible flower foods and, you know, create these really intimate experiences for people. And that grew our business more than, you know, any trade show. So like do things the way that feels good to you and people will come and money will follow you. Love that. How would you describe your relationship with social media? It's become so essential for businesses, yet <laughs> you being a lover of nature, I would imagine it, it's not natural for you to spend a lot of time with technology, You'd rather be around flowers and in nature. I love connecting with people though. And social media is such a great medium for connecting with people. Um, and, you know, so many of the natural places that we go, it's it's still easy to share. Like I remember when we went to Iceland and Costa Rica and Asia, you know, we could be in the middle of nowhere. And if we still had a connection, we could kind of like share a piece of what we were feeling in nature. I think it's been harder for me in the last two years to really, I feel like I've been in hibernation a little bit. It's nice that you wanted to do it live because I actually really enjoy it. Um, but I feel like I've been kind of in, a, in hibernation mode. And, you know, I think, you know, gee, I really should, you know, just come on and do a selfie video every day or every couple of days and share from the heart. But sometimes we need to go inward, right? And sometimes it's okay to hibernate. And sometimes there are things that are happening on the inside that will then, I'm hoping, will then um, translate to a more powerful presence and sharing later. Does that make sense? Do you ever feel that pressure? Like, makes perfect sense. I, it's great to hear you say that you have been hibernating, wanting to hibernate. That's what feels natural. And I think I definitely can relate to that. And I do, I know listening to you that you hibernating will just nourish what you have to offer later when it feels right to, to be out of hibernation. I hope so. I mean, I was doing a weekly podcast for three years straight and then I said, okay, I'm going to take a couple week break <laughs> and it's been 10 months break. And, you know, I think in some ways I feel like, oh man, there's so much to offer, but maybe we, when we hibernate, we are building up our resources for later. Absolutely. You're recharging, reharmonizing. <laughs> okay. As we wrap up and somebody asked if this live would be saved, it will be saved and it'll also become a practical non-toxic living podcast. So you can also listen to it as well. But I have two questions. The next one is what you wish you knew 
what do you wish more people knew about a list of things? The first is, what do you wish more people knew about flowers? About flowers? Mm -hmm. Which is just a summary of probably what we've talked about. You're not alone. Do we think we're alone? Sometimes we get really lonely. Sometimes we get really crazy. Sometimes we wonder how we'll be able to go on. And to know that we're living in this incredible paradise and that there are so many plants and flowers that are rooting for us and that are selflessly, you know, offering themselves as a channel of reconnecting you to your own inner wisdom and compassion and strength. I wish more people knew that there is this way that you can plug yourself into yourself and your strength and your self-trust and your divinity with a little help from flowers. Beautiful. And it doesn't take too much, right? <laughs> so easy <laughs> it's like you know you don't have to do your like high intensity training in the morning or join a gym or go to how many yoga classes or like really clamp down on your eating habits it's just like put some drops in your coffee done <laughs> what do you wish more people knew about health and healing hmm. i wish more people knew that one doorway to health and healing that can be more powerful than we anticipate is through making time and space to be compassionate with ourselves with where we get tripped up emotionally and mentally. I think we tend to be short-sighted and think that health and wellness is about our physical bodies. And although, yes, it, it is about our physical bodies. If we eat at McDonald's every day, we're not going to feel good. But there is another way. Um, it, it's, it has more to do with how we feel and how we think and how we are and how we allow ourselves to be and that can sometimes have more powerful ramifications on the physical body allowing ourselves to be turning toward and tending to the parts of ourselves that are suffering or having a hard time being able to admit to ourselves the truth of whatever situation we're experiencing and being able to accept all parts of ourselves, the wild, the crazy, the tantruming, the, you know, longing, the angry, like whatever it is that we maybe don't want to see about ourselves, the more that we can turn toward that intent and love those parts of ourselves, that also heals the physical body. What do you wish more people knew about growing a business? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. That it's incredibly liberating and freeing and empowering that it's hard. Yes, it's hard. Hard in the sense of like, I think the first five years I worked seven days a week, but it's so invigorating and it's so, you can do it how you want to do it. I mean, you can have a side hustle even and it frees you up. It gives you freedom. You have freedom. You create your own reality. That is the way of the world. We do create our own realities, but you get such a, a fast um, reflection of that if, when you have a business. What do you wish more people knew about Lotus Way? Um, I wish more people knew about us. I think it's, um, we're growing. And this whole idea of working with flower essences for more happiness and strength and fearlessness and freedom it's still very kind of niche in a way, even though more and more people are finding out about it. I remember when I came back from being out of the country and I was like shocked at how many people in the United States were taking antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications and really that our culture was seeing that as the way to cope um, when there is this incredible apothecary 
from the earth that is so readily available and natural and doesn't have side effects. So I guess I, I wish more people knew that we were around and I wish more people knew the kind of the depth of transformation that can occur once you start working with them. I think new people who come in are continually surprised. They'll be like, oh yeah, the flowers are so pretty and joyful and they're really nice. And then they actually start working with the remedies and they're like, girl, how does this stuff work? Like my life changed overnight. How is this even possible? So I wish that people knew of like how deeply transformative it can be and how quickly and easily and effortlessly. So a viewer, Karmic Kindness writes, Lotus Way products are magical, two exclamation marks. Okay, my last question for you are, what are your top practical non-toxic living tips? Okay, I know this sounds strange, but breathing practice. Um, there's a breathing practice where you inhale naturally, and then you exhale through your mouth, like through your pursed lips, and you exhale all the air out of your belly. And you do that three times. You can do that as many times as you want during the day, or as many times as you remember. It gets rid of excess air in the body, excess toxins, excess thoughts that can turn into stagnancies. That's something that's so easy that we can do in any moment. Take more breaks so that your own body can do the detox work that it already knows how to do, so that it can slow down enough to self-heal and self-regulate and take more classes. <laughs> Great. Beautiful. I can't wait to start incorporating them into my life, into my family's life. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been such a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for asking such wonderful questions. Thanks for listening. Podcast show notes can be found at my website at nontoxicliving.tips. To more easily listen to other episodes, please subscribe to the Practical Non-Toxic Living Podcast. And if you'd like to support it, then please like it and share it. Until next time.